Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Nikki Haley's crazy social media idea, San Francisco is suddenly clean, and Greta Thunberg's a bigot. I'm producer Jonathan, and this is your TK20. For the Republican Party to be the next president of the United States, and yet the person who's actually beating them by 30, 40, 50, depending on the state, points, is not there. Yeah. And who, other than Chris Christie, though not as much as you would expect, are not throwing any punches at the guy. As if they have all these 91 knives at their disposal there from his, you know, his indictments. Yeah. And they don't use them. What do you think is happening with those folks? Those folks, I think, all know that what they are competing for is the silver medal. That they're really, they're fighting each other to come in second in the Republican presidential primary. There is no second prize. I don't believe that to be true, but I get that that is an argument. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Rachel Maddow on with Stephen Colbert. Colbert is not someone to be listened to or or, or trusted by by any stretch. I I, I wouldn't. But I think that that commentary from Rachel Maddow, who at least plays in this field, and you notice you're starting to hear more of her. She wanted to walk away from MSNBC, detach from MSNBC, uh, but MSNBC's ratings got hurt by it. And now you're seeing more of her. I don't know if this is a way back or, or whatever is going on. But I'm not so sure that it is competition for a silver medal. I don't think that everybody not named Trump is competing to be vice president. I've never seen it that way, and I, I, I don't think others should either. What they are competing for is a theory. They're competing based on a theory, and the theory is is that the numbers lie. That's the that's the the theory. That the poll numbers that have Trump up by 30, 40, 50 lie. Or that yes indeed, somehow one of these indictments is going to land Trump in jail and that's going to be the end of the ball game. You need an insurance policy. Now, I have said before that I pay attention to what the numbers say, but I don't believe them. I'm going to wait for what Iowa has to say. I was on with Sean Spicer yesterday. Uh, He had done an interview with Vivek Ramaswamy, and we were commenting on it myself and a fellow radio host out of Philadelphia, Chris Stigall. And and I stated uh, quite clearly that I'm waiting to hear what Iowa has to say. I'm not trusting the the, the polling. I know what it says. I think it's important to recognize what it says. But trust, I don't have. But I also must tell you that while we have seen a a rise from Nikki Haley, and I discussed it in in, uh, the commentary yesterday, which we'll put up uh, over at TonyCats.com. The chat room is open, by the way, at TonyCats.com. Come check it out. Be a part of what we're doing. Um, Nikki Haley has an audience. Nikki Haley has a growing group of people behind her. They see her as a fighter. 
yes, some people want to argue, well, really, it's just media trying to prop her up. I think to some extent that that could be true. But just like they're propping her up, if she was the nominee, they'll tear her down. And I would argue that media would rather have Trump as the nominee than Nikki Haley as the nominee because they think Trump's an easier beat. Which is weird because the Democratic Party doesn't think that way regarding Biden. And that's why they're being so open about replacing Biden on the ticket. It's, it's pretty fascinating how this is going back and forth. I think Nikki Haley has done a good job in the debates. Not perfect. I think there is a little too much whining going on. Oh, Tony, that's because she's a woman. If you say to Vivek Ramaswamy when speaking about your 24-year-old daughter, keep her name out of your mouth or out of your voice, that's not the right answer. That's a whiny answer. The answer is Vivek, Vivek, it's clear you don't know many things. It's okay, you're a child. She's 24. She's going to make her own decisions. And there will be things we disagree about. It is a legal product in the United States. I don't think she should use it. She thinks she should. Now our question is how we go about dealing with the country. That's our question here. This is about the safety and security of the nation. So as a nation, if we decide, hey, we're not using TikTok anymore, well, then that's the answer. And I don't believe we should. And I have made my case. As you will learn when you have children, sometimes they don't always listen to you. You try to make the compelling argument. Now, maybe you're a really dictatorial guy at home, Vivek. I don't, I don't want to know how you live. But I think it's weird that you bring up people's children. Just saying. Weird. Right? There's an answer. Without having done much preparation on it, there's an answer of how it could have been handled. I don't think she handled that well. But she has handled other things, like, for example, abortion, very, very well. And I have always given her this credence, this possibility, until yesterday. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. She's on Fox News. I think she's talking to, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, I can, I can picture her. Oh, I can't remember right now. Oh, what is her name? Harris Faulkner. My gosh, I couldn't remember Harris's name. I apologize. And she's talking about social media. And this was the commentary that made me say, yeah, yeah. No. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family members going to see it. It's going to help our kids and it's going to help our country. If you want to argue that algorithms should be made available, I'm not quite sure where the answer is on that. I would talk to some people within the tech world and give me the pluses and minuses and we could discuss it out. You're not allowed to have a pseudonym. You're not allowed to have a nom de plume. You can't have a nom de plume. 
Can I ask then how the Federalist Papers got printed if you're not allowed to have a stage name? Ambassador Haley, are you out of your holy damn mind? Americans aren't allowed to post something anonymously? If you want to talk about getting rid of Chinese, Russian, and Iranian bots, I'm all for it. American citizens have to use their name? They're not allowed to have an anonymous account? Um, no. You're wrong. The people who agree with you are wrong. That's nuts. That's not American. That's dictatorial craziness. That's disqualifying. Ambassador Haley, disqualifying. That's not looking out for the best interest of Americans. Now, when they post something and their name's next to it, are you going to decide whether or not that's a criminal act as well? They got to register their name. That's basically what you're saying. Ooh. Methinks uh, you, you don't uh, value free speech the way you say you do. Well, it's cowardly if you don't use your name. Oh, oh well, that very well may be true. But you don't have to use your name. You don't have to use your name. That's nuts. She's just wrong. And she should have to deal with the consequences of those actions, which is, sorry, I don't think you're ready for prime time. That's how gross I find that statement. So we've got the March for Israel going on in D.C. today. Later, I am scheduled to speak with Senator Mike Braun, who was just at the border. Did we forget that the border is still an issue? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Always a pleasure. 317-239-9393. That is the number, 239-9393. You've got President Biden heading to San Francisco where he will be meeting with President Xi Jinping of China at this conference. And you have uh, people like Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, saying, I'm not going to comment on the fact that San Francisco all of a sudden is clean. Governor Gavin yeah. said of the cleanup this, I know folks are saying, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming to town. That's true. Does President Biden agree it's more important to impress the leader of China than the American people that live in San Francisco and pay taxes every day? First, I completely reject the premise of your question. But secondly, I don't know what the context of what Governor Newsom said, so I, I won't respond to it. Wait, 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 whoa. How does one reject the premise and then respond to it by saying I won't respond to it? Oh, do you reject the idea that um, it's more important to press the leader of China than the American people that live in San Francisco and pay taxes every day? You're rejecting that premise. I don't think you get to do that, Jake. But so we're clear, we were told by the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, who I'm told uh, is running for president as a Democrat. We were told the only reason for the cleanup was this visit. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, 
That's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC. We've been having different conversations. You just said it's true. And the people of San Francisco have every right to be like, what in the world is wrong with you? We live in squalor. But when you want to do it, boom, you could do it. So this is all just what? It's all just pretend? It's all just make-believe? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. And now that you know that it doesn't make sense, the question for the people of San Francisco is, what are you going to do differently? What will change? What will you do? Or are you going to tell me, well, we're going to keep voting for these Democrats because abortion, don't you know? I do look askew at the people who make abortion their top subject, especially in the suburbs. Women, you're 52. You're not having any abortions. How is this your top subject? I want an answer to the question. I want I want to... Educate me, I believe as the expression goes. You have got a city like San Francisco in squalor. It is not safe to walk down the streets. It's not safe for your kids to walk down the streets. Your car gets broken into, your business gets stolen from, and you're going to keep voting for Democrats because abortion? How does that work? Well, Tony, what do you mean how it works? Look what they did in Indianapolis. Oh, touche. Touche. Abortion. Should we we talk about the murders in Indianapolis? You still want to discuss empty storefronts? No, you're right. I don't get to talk about that. I'm sorry. My mistake. My mistake. Indianapolis made their decision. They went with Hogsett. They went with commies. that's, that's, That's that. It's all over. It's all done. Nothing else for me to say. Now it's only just to watch. Man, I really hope they get this under control. I really, really do. Be better for everybody if they did. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Editorial from the IBJ. Hogsett must be a stronger leader in the third term. Sure. Sure, because everything he's done to this point shows he's up to the challenge. But no, no, no. He won. Go get him, Indy. I'm Tony Katz. When worlds collide... That's what they should title this clip of Greta Thunberg. Somehow thinking that she offers anything. Uh, This is a bigoted commie child. And that is said based on, well, the data. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. You know Greta Thunberg as this child that adults abused and pushed around the world to scream about climate change and how dare you and you're a kid I'm not listening to you you're a child you're a silly silly child and I'm not paying attention I'm also not going to get angry at you I think it's abusive what your parents and others have done to you well now Greta Thunberg is an adult and responsible for her actions just like all these college students are responsible for their bigotry so she is at an event And she's got the microphone. It's supposed to be about climate this or whatever it is. And she's talking about 
Israel and Palestinians and, and everything else. And so she's talking, and this grown man, remember, she, she's an adult, this grown man comes on stage, tries to take the microphone from her, and it's like, I didn't come here for this. We have not been listening. The people in power have not been listening. I have come here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. I came here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. Now he's getting booed, and it's nothing but children all around. And some of these children literally grab the guy and are, and are, are, are trying to take him away from her. And she's like, calm down. And you would think that's the end of it, but no. No, they get into one of the great, I'm sorry, what is this chance I have ever heard? Listen. No climate justice on occupied land. The phone number, 317-239-9393. I will give somebody, producer Jonathan's full salary, if they can explain to me what the hell that means. No climate justice on occupied lands. Um, by the way, to give you Jonathan's full salary, I have to take it from him. He'll do the job for free. He's cool with that. And that's how much he loves you and the show. I, I have no idea what it means. I've been through this since I saw it yesterday. I, I, no climate justice on occupied lands. Sorry. They don't know what they're chanting. If you want to know how dumb these people are, this is how dumb they are. This is how ridiculously emotional they are. They cannot control themselves. They think anything they say is righteous. And the minute they start chanting it, everybody else is joining in and they've got the fists in the air. They don't even know what they're saying. They don't even care. No climate justice on occupied lands. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm desperate. Somewhere this has to mean something. Somewhere it has to provide a value. Mm, nope. I got nothing. I got nothing. Now, maybe uh, Isaac Herzog, who's the president of Israel, has it uh, understood. No, not what she said. Nobody can understand what she said. But the very idea of what's going on in, uh, in society, in, in Western civilization right now. There's a kind of this uh, school of thought in certain quarters of the Western world that does not understand that this is a war on their life, on their ability 
to enjoy decent, liberal, modern, progressive, democratic life, or any other ability to live well, even if it's not a democratic country. Nonetheless, at the end, in the, most of the rank and file of the international leadership understands this, and they are taking a firm position supporting Israel, and I'm seeing expressions of support day in, day out by leaders, predominantly, of course, President Biden, Vice President Harris, and the entire U.S. administration and both sides of the island Congress, but also indefinitely, as you know, United Kingdom, France, Germany, and many, many other important nations. So the world understands. The world we live in with digital impacts of, you know, of brainwashing like TikTok and other things does not explain to the average person the complexity of this situation and the clear need for moral clarity. The world we live in with digital impacts of brainwashing like TikTok and other things does not explain to the average person the complexity of the situation and the clear need for moral clarity. I think most of us would agree that that is accurate. You don't understand that Greta Thunberg is actually engaged in a war against your existence? She isn't engaged in a better tomorrow. She's engaged in controlling your tomorrow. Which she does not understand because she's been propped up is that she will be controlled as well. Do you think that the powers that be are going to give this child, even when she's 40, she's going to be a child? My God, look at Representative Ocasio-Cortez today. Look at, did you, did you see this from, from Cortez? I think I've got it. Um, th- this, this child that she is, let me see if I can find it. I think it was Chad Pergram who had it on his Twitter feed. Her, her call for a ceasefire, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, and it was about, I, I don't know, finding your chakras or something like that, your spirituality. What are you talking about? It's, it's not about spirituality. It is about whether or not a nation survives. That is it. That's the beginning and that's the end. There's really nothing else. But these people don't act like adults. They're silly little children. And as I've been saying about Ocasio-Cortez for years, her policies are childlike. And it can be clearly said that she also is a child. She is what she is. It's here. um, uh, Hold on. Let me see if I can uh, find it. Ceasefire means defend the innocent. Ceasefire means transcend cycles of violence. To me, in that sense, a ceasefire is not just real politic. It is spiritual. We are being called to be higher than our history. We are being called to transcend the tit for tat. That's intellectual prowess. Good Lord. Her and uh, Greta Thunberg could go on tour together. Ah, they already done Dumb and Dumber, so we're going to need another we're gonna need another name. Sorry. This ignorant and ignoranter? Ah, it could work. It could work. You know what? You know what? We'll workshop it. We'll come up with some ideas. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's TK20. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. I'm producer Jonathan, and we'll be back again next week with another episode.